Hi everyone, this is NASCO Chats, the podcast for anything and everything. I'm NASCO Tanev, your podcast host, undergraduate student entrepreneur, computer science major, product manager, consultant in the making, makeup artist, friend, and human being. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy our second episode on The Real Ex- Princeton Experience, Part 2, from the perspective of three undergraduate students, including myself. If you haven't watched Part 1 of the series in the podcast, please go and listen, Hannah and Britt really enjoy doing it and i hope to have them on the pod soon enough this episode we have my friends ari and ria tell us about their princeton experience big disclaimer though these discussions here are purely opinionated from our own personal experience with the university and you should seek out more resources and listen out to more firsthand experiences if you wish to get a better view of the overall princeton experience and as the episodes build up that's what i am hoping to accomplish as well Everyone's experience is different, and we encourage for you to get as many lenses of experience as possible and not to use this as the end-all be-all of what Princeton University is, of course. That being said, these are our real experiences, emotions, and thoughts on campus, so please respect them, and we hope you resonate in small parts with you as well. Finally, follow me on Twitter at NASCO underscore Tenev, and please tweet me any suggestions that you might have for future episodes or just a review. Please leave a review here, and I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Just a little bit. Welcome back. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. So after losing the first edit of our content, I'm kind of mad because my laptop died. <laughs> We're Come back on, Apple, here. I'll do better. <laughs> no, I should do better than Apple. <laughs> anyway, welcome back. My guests are here, Ari and Ria, and I want them before anything, I want them to introduce themselves. Uh, so <laughs> before we get into everything, and we're gonna repeat a couple of stuff, which is gonna be weird for us. But just uh, mention your hometown, what year you're in, concentration, any interests uh, on campus, clubs, stuff like that. Yeah. Hi, um, I'm Ari, I'm class of 2023, and I'm from Maryland. <laughs> Didn't do that the first time. Okay, sorry, this is our, An this interest. Is the real one. Yeah. Okay, um, I'm studying computer science and getting a certificate in visual arts. Icon. <laughs> um, my interests are like, I'm, I'm interested in doing animation and, um, I don't know, sculpture and also drawing and arts like that. Also like sort of digital art where it aligns with technology. And on campus, I am the president of art club. And I'm also a member of Terrace Club, one of the eating clubs. Yeah, that'd be a cool episode. Maybe I should just make an episode about eating clubs. I think you You should. should. Yeah. Okay. But Ari very much looks like an artiste with her graphic tee. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I would be an artist today. That's my. She looks businessy. War- Wharton vibes. <laughs> no, <laughs> That's a past joke. Yeah. I'm so mad. I'm so mad. Okay, Ria. <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm Ria. I'm from New York City, and I'm a SPA major, so that's public policy, and I'm doing the environmental studies certificate. Um, in terms of interest, obviously anything environmental is my interest, and I'm also super interested in art. Um, mostly graphic design, though. 
on campus. I am not in any eating club, but I used to be in some clubs like Nats Light, which I recently quit, and I'm also in the Princeton Student Climate Initiative. So yeah. Icon, period. Oh. We have an animator. <laughs> yeah, we do have Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> but we have a Viz person and a climate change person, yeah. and then I'm just a host. I'm nobody. <laughs> you're <laughs> I'm a host. You're, you're computer scientist. Oh. Oh god, people know how I feel about Consulting. that. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> anyway, um, but I want to start off the discussion by talking about before Prince. <laughs> this is so weird repeating it again, but okay. anti-way, anti-way. Um, <laughs> so just like talk about, you know, how you thought about college and high school, like how was it talked about in your households and just like, you know, getting into Princeton, how did that feel, applying, just in general. Yeah, um, I think growing up for me, it was always kind of expected that I would go to college and like, same for all of my siblings. So I already had the mindset of like, okay, I'm going somewhere. It was more of just like, where am I actually going to go? And I didn't really think too deeply about that until like junior year of college. Um, but I did high get school. to... Oh, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, mean, I, I should think about it till just now. I, I did, like, a <laughs> test run, and now I'm applying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Junior of high school. And, um, I mean, I did get to see, like, my older sister go through the whole college process and everything, um, back when I was a freshman. So that kind of, like, helped me understand how it was gonna be and everything, but... I never really had, like, a dream school or, like, a place I really wanted to go. I just I think it's a good mentality. Yeah. I was just, like, I really want to go to college. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because when I didn't get in to, like, my dream school, which was Stanford, it took me, like, a good week to, like, recover. I was just, not recover, but just, like, be like, oh, am I going to get accepted anyway? I feel (laughs) like it's a good recovery, though. Like, a week isn't too bad. Yeah, it it was fine. It was just, like, I applied early, Mm -hmm. and I got, like... Mm-hmm. You know, I got my rejection in, like, December, and I would see all of my friends in the summer program that right. I was in, like, get in, and I would just be like, I should have deleted social media, like, that wasn't good. Obviously, I was yeah. happy for them, but yeah, um, for, the I whole, mean, like, imposter syndrome. Because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of start, like, thinking of all those possibilities, and, like, you know. Yeah, but that is so in the past, like, whoever's yeah. in high school, like, applying for shit and listening to this to, like, feel out yeah. Princeton, like... Please don't worry. Like, go anywhere and just enjoy your life. Make everything you want out of it. Like, you going to... We're in an Ivy League institution, and I honestly would have been fine going to our state school. Like, going here, I'm just kind of like... I'm not getting... (laughs) Not that I'm not... I'm getting a lot of different nuances to, like, just a lifestyle and whatnot going here. But it's Mm. not, like, anything different. You can still live your life to the fullest wherever you go. For sure. Ria, sorry. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I had a very similar experience to Ari. Um, I had an older sibling, older sister, who goes to NYU, and I saw her entire college process as well, and I think it was very clear that my parents were like, you have to go to a good college, and it has to, and by good, they mean, like, big name. They don't mean, like, good in terms of, like, oh, yeah, you're gonna be happy there now. <laughs> it's more like, it's, <laughs> it was like that, and then I, like, up until junior year, I kind of just avoided thinking about college in general, but I was, like, again, I was a good student, so I, I had, like, pretty good faith that I would go somewhere good and then I started doing the quest fish program which is how I found out about Princeton which please is tell what them. I was just please saying. Tell them. Um, but yeah I literally I had no inkling of like anything Princeton until Questbridge and basically uh, I did Questbridge and I was very surprised that I got in and then afterwards I was like okay I guess this is where I'm going now because 
You um, ranked it seventh. Right? I rank, I ranked it seventh. Yeah, so not even high. <laughs> <laughs> with I guess I'll say this story again, but with QuestBridge, you have to um, rank a list of schools. Like it's like ten or twelve schools or whatever. Um, Princeton was pretty pretty low on my list. It was like seven out of ten, and I, I really had no like no thing, no like dreams associated with Princeton. Yeah, wanted to go to UPenn. Um, and then when I got into Princeton, I was like, oh. Where what? Okay, Princeton. Like, where is Princeton? You know, and then I was like, Oh, oh Princeton, and she's like, yeah, started Googling. typing. Like, where is Literally, this? Word for word, googling like where in the United States is Princeton. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, I got I got in super early. It was like December third. It was like so I just, you were like, yeah. I'm done with college and yeah. drawing your senior year. I I did, but then I did end up applying to a bunch of other schools just because I was like, okay, maybe I won't go to Princeton. That's how like oh, I'm so sure you didn't I was. Have to. I wasn't bound because mm-hmm. Princeton is one of the Crestford schools that has like an option to like not oh, go to yeah. Princeton. So yeah, I, I but if she did UPenn, she would have been locked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yes, I would have been locked, but I didn't get into UPenn. Uh, so yeah, I'm glad. But, I'm sorry. Yeah. I can't no, imagine I, you at UPenn. I can't. And it's like I was saying before, I can't really see myself anywhere else now. I feel like Princeton is the place for me, and also coming here changed my career track completely. So. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because I actually applied early to Princeton as well, but then I applied to other schools after getting in. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's a thing I feel. I don't know. That's nice. <laughs> That's yeah. good. I, I should have applied to Princeton early. I, because, oh my God, I'm going to sound like such a snob. No, Beca- say it. Because, like, my summer program was here, I was kind of, like, wired to think that, like, oh, I'm going to get in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, they sponsored the program. I mean, program. you were right. Yeah, you were right. <laughs> I was right, but part of me is like, I shouldn't think that way. Like, apply early to there and, like, leave Stanford mm-hmm. for later. Just because, just apply to your school, the school you want early. Like, mm-hmm. obviously yeah, it's a nuance, sure. but, like, apply to the school you want early. And, like, <laughs> you know, it's in fate's hands. Yeah. I was about to say God. Oh, my God. <laughs> for sure. Um, I think applying early is the best thing you can do. Because yeah. I don't think I would have gotten into Princeton yeah. without applying without early through Crestridge. And I'm not saying that, like, to self-deprecate. I just actually think that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> but I also, I think that applying early is good. But I don't know if it's the best thing for some schools. Like, if it's to Princeton, I think it's good because yeah. it's not binding. Oh, yeah. Don't do it but, to oh, binding yeah, schools. Oh, yeah. If you're not I agree. sure... I was bound to Princeton, I think I would have been like, oh my gosh. But Yeah, I would have yeah. been freaking out. Yeah. Actually, I wouldn't have applied early if it was binding. Yeah. My mom yeah. didn't want Stanford me to... wasn't binding either. That's why I applied early. My mom told me not to apply early, even though it wasn't binding. Yeah. She was just like, no. Yara was the same way. She applied <laughs> early, got in early, and she I'm applied, I think, to like Georgetown and wow. like... I was going to yeah, say Duke. Yeah, because she's law. Else. She wants to go into law, right? So. Yeah, so she, like, she was like... But she honestly... I, I don't know if she actually ended up applying to Georgetown... I think she was just like, I'm going here. Yeah. Like, she loved it here. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't had an episode with her because she won't be my guest. Yes, I'm calling out, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I, she doesn't even listen to this, but <laughs> people could just be like, damn, he's a horrible friend. <laughs> But yeah, so I'm glad that all of us were like, you know, in yeah. a similar boat of like, you know, we weren't super competitive when it comes to like yeah. coming here in college not and whatnot. All, but let's get into the, the real tea and talk <laughs> about some of the topics around Princeton okay. and plaguing, plaguing us. So I have five topics here. Well, six mm-hmm. actually. I doubt we'll go through all of them just because we're already in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. But uh, I have academics, balance between academics and social life, Oof. imposter syndrome, mm-hmm. uh personal like interests and how you pursue those here and like career possibilities uh the covid whole thing because i haven't had an episode well i did have an episode in covid that's when this podcast was started but like 
I never. Oh, maybe I did talk about the transition. I haven't heard about. I haven't heard my episode. I think you should so do long. a whole episode on COVID. COVID. And that's so that's true. And then independent work because oh, we're juniors no. now. I don't want to think about that. That's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. Okay, but let's start with academics. So I guess like coming in, what did you think about academics versus like how you feel about them now? Like. <laughs> you can go. Okay. Yeah. Ari looks like she's about to pop off. <laughs> who's been through hell and high water, but I, I, coming into Princeton, I actually was not, like, prepared for how hard it was going to be, because I went to a high school where their, like, whole motto, their slogan was, like, we're making our high school hard so that when you go to, when you go to college, you won't have to adjust as hard as the other students are, and I was like, okay, I believe you, and then I came to Princeton, and I was that yours like, too? they just said similar things. Yeah, okay. I felt like someone pulled the rug out from underneath me like you know what I mean it was it was I think the hardest thing was the pace how quickly things are due yeah people don't realize this we are 12 weeks and other schools any normal schools like 16 15 Mm -hmm. I think I've heard of 14 summer quarters nine nine semester nine week quarters and I'm just kind of like our it's insane I think our and people are just like yeah, but you cover less. I'm like, no, no we, we cover don't. just we as much as you. We probably cover more. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we, <laughs> we do. We squeeze everything in. I have compared. Time. I have compared curriculums. We cover the exact same shit, mm. like respectfully. Exactly. Exactly. So. Yeah. So that's how. That's how I felt. <laughs> well, how do you like that was coming in? How do you feel about them now? Like. Um, I don't know. Okay, so here's the thing. Like. I'm a SPIA major, I'm gonna preface it with that, because I feel like... Speak your truth, you don't have to preface it. No, uh, like, okay, I think my... St- I don't know how to explain this. I, honestly, where I am now, my current semesters, I don't think it's that hard. Okay. One, I think you just adjusted. got used to it, yeah, in a sense. Oh, for sure, I think I've become adjusted to the schedule, and also because right now I'm in a space where... Like, I'm in the academic subject that suits me the best, and I understand the most. So I think once you find your niche, yeah. first be a major, once you find your niche, it'll be a lot easier. Yeah. Your no, turn. I'm glad. But I heard, like, your prereqs and shit like that were, oh, like, yeah. hard. I know Yara was very much struggling. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad I finished my requisites, like, when I did, because now I'm in a good place because of that. So, yeah. yeah. That's my advice, is to do your prereqs. <laughs> Ari, yeah. as coast majors, well, Ari has an interesting story where, uh... Yeah, you I'm, started out. You, you can tell your story. I'm not going to tell it for Wait, you. Is this, is you started, you know, as a math major. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Okay, I'm sorry. Was, um... Yeah, well, first of all, I, I really... Like, I oh, wait, 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 sorry. Before you start, I just want to say that Ari and I are roommates, and we have been roommates since freshman year, so yeah. That's what we meant. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, true. So they're okay. closed. They're not just random strangers. Yeah, I, I got on the street. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah. So I honestly had a similar experience coming here to Rio, where, like, yeah, I mean, my high school, they didn't have, like, a motto or anything, yeah. but they did make it seem like oh we make like this actually challenging so that when you go to college you'll be prepared to like do all the work there mm-hmm. but then coming to Princeton it's just and also I feel like you see all these memes on like Instagram and stuff where they're like college classes are actually so easy like I yeah. have so much free time da, 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 da. and I was like okay I didn't think Princeton would be easy because I'm not crazy like I know I've heard of Princeton I know it's not just like a walk in the park but I did come in expecting it to just be like oh you know I'm doing work and that's fine and I like I'm a person who will do my work and do my assignments so it's normal but like um it was a lot more challenging than I expected 
Um, especially coming in, so like NASCO mentioned, I originally wanted to major in math. <laughs> oh my god. R.I.P. Um, Which Princeton is known for its math. Notoriously yeah, hard math, math major. Yeah. Um, so doing those like intro math courses to the major mm-hmm. was a big struggle, especially coming from high school where it's like, most of my classes weren't curved. Actually, I think none of them were curved. Yeah. So I didn't really have experience with anything like that versus, like, these college courses where it's, like, you're expected to fail, basically, every test, every assignment. And but then they curved. curve, the curve you, saves you yeah. to passing. And it's, like, well, someone who's, like, been getting, like, actual, their actual grades their whole life coming in and getting, like, literally getting, like, a 26 on an assignment. It's, like, oh, I'm shocked. I'm scared I don't know what to do like I'm studying as hard as I can but I simply can't do better Mm -hmm. and so that was a real struggle for me but then at the end of course they end up curving the class and then you're just like okay what was what was the point but um yeah so that really kind of caught me off guard but I think honestly the moment that I started adjusting to that was the moment that COVID hit and we you know we had to leave campus so it, it, college has kind of been a lot with like academics it's been up and downs but I ended up you know switching my major to computer science um which is still challenging I feel yeah. so bad for still, you still going <laughs> because of like that semester where you had to take like three co- two coast oh classes. I had to take 217 and 226 at the same time that those are a lot. Yeah. <laughs> those are because so much. Because you switched into it a little bit later. Though. Yeah, because on the on Princeton's website, they literally say not to take those two classes together. But in order for me to graduate on time, I needed to do it. So mm-hmm. I just it was like whatever. Yeah, you're a trooper for that. And now you're here. You survived. I mean, yeah, I survived. <laughs> I'm gonna get my degree. And are yeah yeah oh yeah. I have like questions. <laughs> oh <laughs> no, go ahead. What Ari said reminded me. I think one of the hardest things for Princeton students when they come here in freshman year is like. That shock you get when you get grades that you have never gotten in your life before. Because mm. we're all we're all smart, like you said, we're all like top students. We're so used to like, we're hardworking, like, high nineties, like good grades, yeah. and then we come here and we experience grades that we haven't had before. And I'm not saying those grades are bad; they're not bad at all. But I'm saying like just the just the change. And we like care about like, the grades, yeah. and obviously yeah. that's not the whole point of college. Uh-huh. But like you're still in school, yeah. like you care about the grades, you care about your GPA, right. like. You have to some employers look at, yeah, it's very dependent actually. For some people, GPA is like, eh. For some people, it's like, I need a good GPA. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I think we're lucky as coast majors because I don't think it matters. I don't as think much. it matters as much, yeah. but um, it kind it kind of feels like it matters yeah. still. Yeah, obviously we like want to do well, and I think a grade is like a measure of how well we do, and it's really hard to like switch your mind to like, oh, how well I did can also be like. I learn a new thing. Yeah, you know, like I learn how to code this, or I learn how to, mm-hmm. you know, I understood this topic I better. I learned how to code Photoshop. So. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! Oh my god, really PTSD. Me and okay, so how I know Ria and Ari? I guess I didn't preface with this. <laughs> is me, uh, me and Ari took a class last semester, and we were both partnerless for like partner oh assignments, god, yeah. and we both literally. Um, we I know searching. we were searching and then I posted on like our forum like can anybody um you know be my partner Ari emailed me we like met each other became friends it was great we suffered through that class yeah I don't think I don't we're know suffering what I through done another done class if we did not become partners no me doing that thing alone I would have cried yeah. I feel <laughs> I like cried. mutual suffering is the number one thing that brings connects people, together people. At this university no but I also I consider me and Ari's vibe like 
not similar, but it's just like similar. I like we're compatible. Like our oh, vibes are sure. compatible. So I think that as well. Being and then uh, like guys. since you guys are roommates, I met Rio through Ari, but like yeah. obviously I vibe with Rio a lot too, <laughs> and now we're friends. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess like, what do you? <laughs> how do you feel about the math department? <laughs> like in that little time you were uh, in it. I think there's because just, I have my opinions. There's so many <laughs> issues with it to me. Like, I just think it's not run. The entire structure in me is like poor. Yeah. Um, like I think there's some there's many like brilliant professors there. Obviously, it's a really good department, and most of the students in it are probably geniuses. Like they're really yeah. really good. But that's the only way you can really succeed in that department is by being a genius. And I just don't think that's how school should be set up. Like, we're all here to learn. We're all here mm -hmm. to do things. So I just think that if you're coming into this school, and one, you already got into Princeton. Like, you're, you have, like, some level of, like, academic success. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. So I just think you should be given the opportunity to study whatever you want. And as long as you put in the effort to learn it, then you should be taught accordingly. And yeah. I think that that is one department that really doesn't do that for you. You have to start with a high level of knowledge. And okay. <laughs> I really well, hope that guys, isn't recorded it's in the really background. Windy today. Um, that's not the wind. That was know, another was guy, person. There's a guy screaming because of the wind. Can I get some peace? Anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just not it's not really set up for students to learn. It's set up for students to already know what's going on and then come in. Right. And yeah. I really don't like that. And I think honestly at Princeton there's a lot of departments like that. Mm -hmm. Like even sometimes I feel that with Coast, but not as strongly as with the, the Yeah, definitely I, not as that strongly. That's the best example of that. I either. think I agree. In terms of the professors, I feel like because they are such geniuses in their field, like we literally had two Nobel Prize winners this in the past, past semester, ye last yeah, year. Uh, it was in the past semester, two of them. Literally crazy. Yeah. But because they're such geniuses, like maybe the tests they make or something like that, like they can't put themselves in our minds, oh, like in the sure. stress that we are, like you know we're not as knowledgeable as them this doesn't come as easy to us and so like yeah the assignments and the tests they give are just like sometimes a little bit impossible and mm -hmm. they should be definitely like double checked like <laughs> oh yeah i feel as though a great system i don't know if this would work is like you know how we have like undergraduate helpers or teaching PAs, assistants like yeah. they should look at these assignments and be like this, this is, is not reasonable yeah. or like this mm -hmm. is hard this is a challenge maybe it should be like a bonus instead of like an actual mm. question you know just yeah, people are crazy. I, I think, professors here are insane. Yeah. What's problematic about university professors is that they're not taught how to teach. That's one thing. They don't know they, how they to don't teach. Have, that's true. They just know how to, they know their They know how to talk well. about their craft. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And they they're, think so abstractly about things, and they don't know how to dumb it down for people who are intro. True. And I think that's Some do. Some are great. Them. I've had amazing professors. Yeah. Oh no, for God. sure. There's some people who really empathize yeah. with, like, beginners in the field, and there's others who, frankly, don't give a shit about like making it so it's easy to learn so yeah. i agree that's a good statement yeah. but like <laughs> i how i feel about the coast department now and are you can like add on mm -hmm. is like the intro courses for you i assume it was like really challenging for me they were like fine like retrospectively um i thought they were fine but in at the time that semester they were so hard i was like this is so hard how do people do this I was taking, like, five class semesters, really like, crazy. Um, but, and now the upper level classes, like, I'm taking, like, max, like, two. Like, I'm not subjecting myself to more. Yeah, yeah, I'm taking two every semester. And I feel like the upper level computer science classes are just, there's no, like, easy ones, obvious. I mean, they're upper level. But 
I think they're taught even more poorly than the intro parts. Oh, like, so sure. poorly. And it's just hard. Like, again, me and Ari are partners on an assignment uh, this semester. And, oh my god, this week. They're doing too much. They're doing it was so much. much. It was so much. Um, But, I mean, actually, for me, I wouldn't really say that the intro classes were that hard. Like, I expected Coast 126 to be really hard for me. And mm. I was surprised when it wasn't. Okay. And I expected it to be really hard because I'd never taken a coding class before. I'd only done, like, some, like basic web like html stuff so not really related no java to, no anything yeah no no like real real coding so that's why i expected it to be really HTML's real coding well <laughs> i mean kidding. It, real coding but it was like me in middle school like making a cute little website for my like, <laughs> yeah. fan page or whatever um, <laughs> so, so yeah i didn't really know that much about coding but mm. i think coming from a background in math and also struggling through the intro math classes yeah. made it so that like any class that I would take, I would be like, oh, this is hard, but this is not Matt 215. Yeah, like, you're desensitized. I, like, I cannot believe you took 215. I what is that? It. That's, like, a variable... It's, it's called just, like, vector. honors analysis. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what that means, but I took it. <laughs> she not only took it, but she suffered The one it. math oh, class I that. took, I didn't have to take the 100 level ones because mm -hmm. of my AP credits and whatnot. And I was surprised, actually. I was like, oh, my God, I don't have to take them. And because I'm AB, I didn't even have to take 201. Oh, nice. So, which is like our yeah, uh, multivariable calculus. Mm -hmm. And I only took linear algebra. And, I mean, that shit, like, that well, that I'm class, that. like, fucked me up. That was the semester where everybody got the honor code violation. Oh, wow. and, right, right. and that's a whole story in itself. People crazy. are going to think, like, he's a cheater, yada, yada. You don't know the no. context, so do not no, judge. Yeah. <laughs> I no, always have to preface this because yeah. I don't think I'm, I get judged for it. But, like, like everybody uses outside resources to, like, help them on stuff and, like, regardless. Because that's how the world works. You're almost going to have, like, resources to help you. Yeah. And I don't understand why... I'm gonna, I'm gonna get into the situation in another podcast because yeah, it's yeah, still I a little thought. traumatic. Yeah, <laughs> well, one thing I like about the Coast Department, actually, I will say something nice, is that <laughs> a lot of a lot of the work we do, they do allow us to, like, use internet Outside, resources, which I makes agree. sense because in yeah. coding in real life, you're gonna go into Stack Overflow and be like, so what's wrong with this variable or whatever? Mm -hmm. Like, you, it's not like you have to come up with every single thing yeah. yourself. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. math department got me fucked up, and I was only in one class. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it, I only took one intro class. I, took one, I only took 103, and I still found it hard because Did we, you have to take it? Yes, I did. Because I started out as econ, I forgot to say. I started out as econ when I came oh, here, yeah. and I had to take 103, and my professor was actually a grad student, and he High, high, high level math. Sorry, we got cut off there for a second. Ria, continue with your grad. Uh, oh, was saying, yeah, I was saying I had a grad grad student as a math professor in freshman year, and it just scarred me because he did not know how to explain the concepts. And it was it was one hundred three. It was a hundred level class. You have to. What is that? Just like calculus? Yeah, it was just calculus, and I had already taken yeah. AP Calc in high school as well, and I still found it hard because he was. Ex Explaining it in a way that didn't make any sense. Oh my god, so. AP Calc in high school was hard. <laughs> yeah. I actually yeah. found AP Calc in high school easier, though, than the Calc, like, here. So. Yeah. I feel like they make it so much more complicated here in any yeah. sense. Everything complicated yeah. here. And also, I also did, like, have the credit to not take math. So, actually, I could have only taken one math class, and mm. I think it would have been, like, Math 202 or something, had I known I was going to major in Coast. But since I didn't, I ended up taking Math 215 and Math 217. 
So it's just like not two seventeen. I mean, I don't. I actually don't regret doing that. Okay. I'm glad that I did it. But it's just funny to think that like I really didn't have to do any of that at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. I I did one twenty six as well, and I did take AP computer science like in high school. So I generally could have skipped it, but I, I don't know why I did it. I think I did it to like validate myself that like okay, I'm gonna major in coast because I came in. Just knowing I was gonna do like coast? computer science, oh. we call it coast. It's C at whatever CS, computer science. Coast, whatever. We're calling it coast. Uh, that's how we call it. <laughs> um, and yeah, I came in and I don't know what I thought. Uh, people know from like my past uh, podcast that I've very much like shifted my mentality, and I don't really not that I don't like it. I still enjoy the classes, like, but obviously they're hard. And part of me is like, this is stupid. I'm not gonna use it. And that's with many classes, regardless. Yeah, that's how I felt about econ, which is why I switched out of an econ major. Because I was taking the class, and I was like, this is so dumb. I don't want to do this. And then I was like, I want to make it more, I want to make a difference. So I do, like, environmental stuff instead. Yeah. yeah. That's how I felt in Rocks for Jocks. We took a really basic uh, geology class. It was not that Rocks basic. It jocks. was not as basic as they make it sound. I just okay, I thought it was basic because I'm already a climate student. It was a climate class, but... It was just so funny. We are carried. <laughs> we did carry all the curve. She carried the curve. She also carried me. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah. Okay, but you know that was our academic spiel. Let's mm-hmm. move on to balance between academics and social life. So, when I came um, freshman year, I I was only taking four classes, and I was like, that's so easy because I would take like six classes in high school. Mm. <laughs> I would only take, like, six classes in high school, so I was like, oh my god, and it was, like, all intro, like, it was, like, Spanish, like, writing sem, like, Coast 126, and I thought I was gonna have, like, so much fun, like, college, social life, whatnot, and obviously academics were really hard, but I feel like the first, the first semester, uh, looking back, honestly, looking back at it, it was fine, like, I was pretty social, I, like, made friends, and, uh, you always wish you were more social, you always wish you were, I always wished I was more social, and, you know, went out more and, like, stuff like that, but now, like, now I'm just tired all the time. <laughs> I'm just yeah. physically and mentally tired, and I still go out to, like, eat at clubs and whatnot, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. How, how has the balance between social and academic life been for you here? Um, yeah, honestly, what balance? Like, there's, the academics do be doing a little too much. Um, <laughs> a lot too much. I think, for me, I kind of, feel similarly about freshman year but at the same time I did have those math classes like holding me down in the academic department so there were there were some nights where I stayed up to like 6 a.m trying oh. to finish the problem sets for that and you it know makes I, me sick no it, yeah same I after that I promised myself like I'm never staying up that late to like do homework again I will never pull an all-nighter uh for school for work or anything you will not catch me doing that at some point I'm just gonna I'm, I'm just gonna decide to go to sleep I'm sorry <laughs> So, staying up to, like, 6 a.m. doing, like, proofs of, like, math things, it was, yeah. it was a lot, but, um, I would say freshman year, I still had more free time and more, like, uh, more social, social time yeah. than I do now, but it's also harder as a freshman to, like, find out about all these events and different things, like, you don't really know everything that's going on, and especially with the different clubs and stuff. It's like you're not necessarily going to be, like, invited to all of these things. Versus now as a junior, it's like, oh, now that I suddenly don't have time, 
everyone wants to do things. Everyone's like, oh, come to this, come to that. Oh, like, da, 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 da. I, mean, I have to go code. I'm so I sorry. I have to go code. I love her priorities. <laughs> what about you, Ria? Um, Was freshman year tough for you? Remember when you wanted to transfer to Cornell? Oh my gosh. Okay. Just saying. I, I will have to say that I came into Princeton. I had a Cornell like um, acceptance into this specific program. Uh -huh. So I was contemplating it and I got made fun of. I got bullied for wanting to transfer. As you should. But then it was just a bad idea for me, I will say. So I'm thankful you didn't go. But in terms of the social life and uh, work, work balance, I actually think I find it harder now than I do in freshman year. In freshman year, mm -hmm. I think we did a lot of social things, and I didn't have that much trouble. Also, I was econ. Come on, I was an econ major. Um, so <laughs> she's she's saving up I'm sorry. You. Um, I mean, yeah. all I gotta say is period. Yeah, period. And what I, what I do want to say though is that I think I find the social work thing harder now in a different way because I feel socially burnt out all the time. Oh, yeah. I just feel burnt out from school and that bleeds into my social life so much to the point where, like, I don't want to do anything or talk to anyone. I just feel like that so often sometimes that, and I think half that's just from school. So, yeah. That's one thing. <sighs> it's tough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I felt like freshman year, I was... Involved in like so many clubs and whatnot, and because I was, I'm a type of person to always just like, I I know what, I don't know. I have this thing where I do something and I'm immediately like, okay, I did it, move on. I probably quit like five, five clubs <laughs> since oh I've been gosh. on campus, and like I did them like decently, you know, like whatnot. Um, I'm not the type of person to stick around like all four years in it. So, freshman year, I was very much like, you know, find people, whatnot. Um, I feel like it's now it's easier freshman year was trying to not put on a front but I was trying to like compose myself more and now I'm just like girl I'm tired I I don't want to do work I want to yeah. sleep yeah we're very much unhinged <laughs> so yeah yeah that makes sense do you think sorry I know you're asking the questions no no you ask questions what do you think that you've found a good area where you have a good balance now or no Honestly, I really enjoy this podcast is what's like giving me kind of life. Mm -hmm. But as I'm recording this, like I feel my face like slouching down. I'm like physically just tired. Uh, and um I literally coded before this with Tanzilla. No, no, no. <laughs> and oh then obviously I have like an event like tonight, so I'm gonna have like some fun social stuff, but okay. um until then I have the code again. And so it's just like it's hard. So, like any free moment, it's like you have to, you can do work. You always have work to do. And if you don't, if I decide to, like, take the night off, I, um, I try to not feel as guilty anymore, but I always do have yeah. that small, like, inch of guilt behind yeah. me where I'm, like, you know, I should have, like, spent more time doing this, like, yada, yada, mm -hmm. stuff like that. But, yeah, that's how it pretty much is. Yeah, no, I feel that so much, too, because even... Even if it's not, like, work, it's, like, oh, I could be, like, going to dinner with that person who I said I was going to grab a meal with. Like, I could be doing so many other things that, like, would add to my life. But sitting here watching YouTube isn't necessarily adding value to my life, but it's, like, realistically... It sounds like burnout. You need to, like... <laughs> yeah. yeah, you need to, like, sit everyone. down and, and do like, nothing. do nothing for a little for bit. sure. That's normal, and, like, it's sad that we don't have the space to do that here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I... 
I really want to dissect why that is, but that could be a whole episode in itself. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've unlocked so many more topics to talk about. You have to, to have us about. back. Oh, you oh, are yeah. most definitely coming back. Ari literally might be yeah. here next week. Yeah. We're talking about Euphoria. Oh, <laughs> we'll see. Oh my god, not me spoiling that. Okay, well, glimpse. Yeah. I hope my listeners will enjoy that. I, I think all those, like, time management pe- crack people who are like, yeah, you need to, like, split up your 24 hours. And most, like, they're, that, like, mindset is... Uh, do you guys ever get those, like, McGraw emails? Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I, I delete them okay. so quickly. <laughs> McGraw sends, like, really toxic emails. Like, oh, like, want to manage your time in, like, these six hours better? Like, no, shut up. I want to do... Nothing. I, want to I never thought of them as toxic. That's a really good I like. I find them toxic. Honestly. I agree. I, think I know the coordinator of McGraw, really? and he's like a very much like, you know, Get efficiency like. Done. He's yeah. for the students. Like he wants yeah. to make you like learn it, but like we're burnt out, sir. It we is. don't have time. Like we have to think about how to manage our time instead mm-hmm. of just like doing the stuff we like. You exactly. know what? I, it's like this. It's meta in a sense. It it's is, like it you is. think about your time rather sure. than like you spend time thinking about your time. Yeah, and That's I meta. Feel like it, it's a, it's a time suck because, for me personally, I feel like it gives me anxiety and that slows down, like, my productivity. Because, yeah. Like, if you see my GCAL now, to... I, like, subdivide all of my, oh, like, I time. Hate, I hate when you show it to me. It makes me <laughs> feel sick. Ugh, I would have that too. <laughs> the thing is, I'm not the type of person who can live my life by a schedule. Like, I like to just Same. wake up oh. and start doing things. But that's mm-hmm. so hard here because then there's due dates for everything and there's not that much time. Yeah. So it's, like... Then I have to, like, be stressed out whether I'm actually getting the stuff done or not. When really, I just want to, like, live my life and go about it. Like, I want to do my work, but I need to just, like, do it. You don't want your life to be your work. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I'm sorry if I make you sick about it. I genuinely, (laughs) genuinely, I don't, like, genuinely, I don't follow it. (laughs) Like, ever. It's just, like, I need something to know, like, what to do first. Like, I'm, I'm a type A person, I think. Where I just need to have, like, a list and, like, know that I need to do this first today, this, 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 this. And, like, I never accomplish my shit ever. (laughs) I haven't accomplished my shit since, like, 2018, probably. (laughs) Like. Yeah, back in 2018. So, back before we came to college. (laughs) Junior year me was on crack in high school, not gonna lie. Because I was just, that was my best grades, SAT. Like, I was. was Sophomore year. That was on top of it. Freshman year, I was also great, too, oh, because... Oh, no, sophomore year of high school. Yeah, oh my god, high school is a whole other topic. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. Yeah. But let's transition into kind of, like, um... I have imposter syndrome. I don't know, like, how much y'all can speak mm-hmm. to this. Um, I... It has definitely lessened. Uh, now it's kind of shifted towards, like, career stuff. Like, mm-hmm. seeing people, like, do this over the summer or, like, get their yeah. internship. Especially as juniors, like, okay. people glorify the junior internship so much. Uh, I've talked about this in my other podcast, but, um, my imposter syndrome did, was academic in the sense that, because we, we were all, like, high-achieving students, like, got, like, academic awards in high school, mm-hmm. high school, if your high school had them, and, um, you know, you thought you were the shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. here, I would be, like, just barely, you know, I'm, like, oh my god, I got, like, barely an A, like, thank god, like, I'm so happy about that, and people here be getting, like, the Shapiro awards mm-hmm. and, like, whatnot, mm-hmm. Um, I've gotten a lot better in terms of separating myself as a being from, like... Your grades. My grades and the Princeton community as a whole. Like, yes, I'm a part of the community, but I'm not, like, expected to live up to a certain standard of the community, if that makes sense. So, that's been better, but again, the whole career stuff is, like, my type of imposter syndrome that I've transitioned to. Mm -hmm. What about you guys? (laughs) It's, like... 
Have you all experienced um, it a lot? or? I feel like, personally, I have a different experience than most people here have with imposter syndrome because I, even in high school, I always wanted to get good grades, but a lot of it was like, oh, my parents want me to get good grades and I don't want to have a conflict with them, so let me just get an A so I can move on. And it's like, I, was, I would always do my work just because I felt, like, validated in that way, but I was yeah. never, like, that into, like, Getting a hundred sort of on thing. everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I will never be the person who cares about getting a hundred. I would rather get a ninety three than get a hundred because I'm like, oh, I did the bare minimum to get the best grade, mm -hmm. and to me, that's better than doing yeah. the maximum yeah. and getting the same grade. So, wow. so that's my just, life would be so much different. That's just my personality yeah. type. So I yeah. think coming into Princeton, like one of the few like things that I didn't like have to experience was sort of that, uh, sort of feeling of like not being good enough or like not doing enough and also especially because i was studying math it's like oh, every oh. single person is failing the person who's doing the highest in the class probably got a 50 so it's just <laughs> like so it's just like i can't really feel that bad yeah. because of that um simply because i feel like that's like one of the hardest paths and most times here you're expected to do really well but in that case you're expected to fail so it's like okay i'm failing but that's what i was supposed to do um so i didn't really have to deal with that at that point and then you know going to coats and everything um i think i don't know recently i've been doing this thing where i'm just like reclaiming ownership over everything in my life like I feel like, especially as a black woman at, you know, a PWI, at a colonialist institution, it's just like, I'm not really even supposed to be here. I'm not expected to be here. And, you know, people are gonna, like, look down on me for that. So it's just like, I just have chosen not to care. Like, I'm, I'm just claiming everything for myself because... I can like look at me. I'm already here, so Period. so like I sure. I don't Aria's care so if I powerful. got a bad grade or whatever. <laughs> like I'm you. gonna get my degree, yeah. and that's just that's how I feel about it. And I kind of I feel like the community here is really toxic about that stuff. Um, so I really don't like that. I think a lot of freshmen and sophomores talk about it a lot. They do. But I feel like a lot of my junior friends, like yeah, it's here. And I, I have a friend that's, like, a totally opposite boat. Like, she has, like, so many pressures. She has to do the best. She has to get her grades up. Like, it's like a... She's a Capricorn. It's, like, literally <laughs> a part of her. Like, she needs to... Like, her measure of worth is her measure of productivity. And I'm not going to call this out who this is, but... I feel like I know who you're talking about. Do I know the person? No, 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 no. It's, like, um... It kind of... It could be her, but, like... Oh, you know Yeah, of course I do! <laughs> It's like, it's like, it could be her, but I think she's getting better at oh, it. I know sure. another person that's even more toxic than her. Oh, I see. See? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, what um, about you? Me? I, I'm actually similar to you, because I don't really, I didn't really have this whole imposter syndrome. I heard a lot about her in freshman year. That's all everyone would talk about, like, imposter mm -hmm. syndrome. I didn't really experience that, because similar to Ari, I think, I'm someone that doesn't really... Actually, I don't know if this is similar to what you're saying, but I kind of try to meet my own expectations rather than other people's expectations. Like, I, even in high school, like, I was like, yeah, let's do it, let's do it well, but I wasn't, like, grinding all the time. Like, I'm not saying this, like, oh, I'm so smart. Like, genuinely, yeah. I, I like to study what I find interesting. I'm never, like, I need to get 100. That was never, like, a thought for me. Mm -hmm. Also, like, I feel like, 
I'm so happy I have like two mentally healthy queens in that in that <laughs> oh, sense. I don't know about that. In the imposter syndrome yeah. sense, because I, I feel like Yeah. Honestly, I feel like I feel like it's kind of counterproductive to talk about imposter syndrome the way we do because you're kind of almost making yeah. people think that they should feel imposter syndrome. Because, I agree. Because the whole I'll cut it off my podcast. Like, you're not, <laughs> yeah, literally. You're like, they're like, you're not the only one. And then like mm. some people who are like me, like who weren't even feeling it, were like, oh, should mm. I be? No, but I think this is valuable to put in because it shows that like, oh, there are people who like don't really yeah. think about it. And I love your ways of thinking. I think that's why like I'm so grateful that I've become friends <laughs> with y'all because I need this type of like mentality For in sure. my life. And um, my high school was like, I consider it, like, it wasn't, like, toxically competitive, but there were, like, small mine, bits. Mine and was too, yeah. It was, like, small bits and pieces where I was, like, this is toxic. Y'all are crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, calm down. I, th- I think, yeah, I also went to a very toxic high school in that measure, but I never placed, like, my self-worth in terms self-worth in terms of grades yeah. but i feel like that's we would care we, about class rank uh, so much in high school yeah okay we didn't have ranks but we had similar like stuff like, like that. I, I would always and my parents would like they never pressured me like i was literally um one of the like top, i was not valedictorian or anything like that at all Same. but i didn't want to be honestly yeah. <laughs> because our valedictorian got so much shit and then like yeah, she, she's a great girl she's gonna be a doctor living her best mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. i really I My appreciate school did her. not have any of that. That's good. You also went to a very small... Uh, yeah, it was small. But even if we had a valedictorian, it would not have been easy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we had, like, class rank, and, like, my first freshman year, like, I would... Uh, I mean, just, like, academically-wise, um, it trickled down to, like, the imposter mm-hmm. syndrome. I don't think I have it anymore, academically. Yeah. I have it in, like... I don't even know if it's, like, the imposter syndrome anymore. I think yeah. it's just... Um, I want to redefine it. Yeah. It's, like just like comparing myself no same so and everybody compares themselves in like different ways but I, i'm straying away from that yeah i i think now like you said with like the junior year and the internship and stuff it's really easy to compare yourself because everyone's like yeah i have this interview and i have this i'm working at i don't know jp morgan or whatever 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 <laughs> all the stupid econ things like you know what I mean? like goldman sachs yeah i just feel like the career related in like um not anxiety, but just like it is anxiety. Worry, worry is like coming through yeah. now that we're juniors and we're expected to like do I agree. these things. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, let's get into, um, let's talk about COVID and the ways like we've <laughs> oh handled it. Oh, <laughs> so when like when we first started, uh, when we got that announcement that we're going home. What did y'all think, like, at the time? Were you like, we'll be back next semester, like... We'll Dude, be- yeah. We were... I... Because we were told that we were going to come back April 25th, like, a couple weeks later. They did later. say two weeks, but two I, weeks. I wasn't... I was a little skeptical of that. Yeah. Um, well, they, they were changing up their But mind. I did think we would come back after, at least after that semester... And, you know, I was taking a midterm when they announced that. Yeah. I, it was, I was, too. It was a 24-hour take Oh, yes. Math yes. 217 midterm. And I was, first of all, that midterm was so hard. I didn't know what was going on anyway. And then we got that email, and I was like, this how doesn't can matter. I be expected This doesn't matter. <laughs> That's how I felt. I was in the middle of a midterm, and um, my, my notification was just, like, on on the side. And, mm. like, people texted immediately, like, we're going home. Yeah. Like, we're not coming back. I and I was like... On fuck this midterm honestly it doesn't matter i had like maybe an hour left of it and i was like tired but that was crazy how did y'all like finish off like your semester in like virtual school 
for this was a I, spring twenty twenty. I I'm just gonna say I hate virtual school a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't like it at all. Mm-hmm. It's just not. It's not the same as regular school. Yeah. Like it's we should not have had to pay for that. It should oh, have been for free. Sure. Oh my god, I agree. Not only like the quality, like I'm not blaming everyone at uh, Princeton because they also had to cope with moving everything online, and that's a really big shift to make. But it was just not handled well. No, I'm blaming <laughs> them because. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what, what like, didn't you? What didn't you like about it? Like specifically. I, First of all, I think it goes back to what we were saying about the professors not being teachers. Yeah. They're they're researchers. This is a research institution. I feel like I forget that a lot. Mm-hmm. But realistically, like, they're here to do their research. They're not really here to teach us. So moving online, a lot of them don't really care. Like, they didn't care in person, but at least they've had years to, like, get their class yeah. curriculum together yeah. and get the assignments together. But moving online, it's just, like, they just try to take the in-person stuff and just digitize it without any like transition they don't think about like our home lives just like like i don't know i'm not gonna lie i did enjoy um it felt a little bit less uh hectic to be at home and do school just because uh and when we came back like last fall it, it felt very much like Oh, I have like this event. I have to walk here. I have to do that. And that wastes right, so much yeah, time. Right. And so right. me, that being said, like the way we lived was not healthy in any sense. <laughs> oh, for sure. Like we were literally in bed on our desk doing work. In yeah. bed on our desk. Some people just in their bed, like mm. doing work, like for days, days on end. That is not normal human behavior. You're supposed Definitely. to go out. You're supposed to walk. No, you're yeah. so right though, because it was like a break. Like it go, it's like what we're talking about, like having to always be doing something. But now mm. all the social stuff is cut out. Like you're at home and Sure, we have enough work that I could have been doing work that whole time, but obviously I'm not going to do that. Yeah. So it's just like, actually, I did rest during that period, but it just wasn't healthy, like you're saying. Like, it wasn't... Yeah, it I, wasn't good for I me. I just found it so, like, mentally, I, I just felt my room was, like, really small at home. It's about the size of this room, this mm-hmm. dorm. That's how big my room is at home, and so I just felt, like, very suffocated. Oh, for sure. Me and my mom would go on our walks in our neighborhood Same. because Same. it's, like, the only way I would stay yeah. mentally sane. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, I yeah. think there was also a period of time where everyone was really worried about the pandemic, and it was hard to, like, distract your brain and, like, make yourself focus on schoolwork when outside of you, people are dying left and right, and you don't know what to there do. There was so much like, death. there was so much death last year just from like people i've heard and like people that i knew of and like knew and it was insane i can't imagine just like the mental stress for sure there's students who whose direct family members are like super sick and they're trying to deal with that and they're trying to deal with princeton which is already so hard in itself and we're talking about this even today when like um (laughs) it's not over it's It's not not over over. like yes we're like back in person but like we've recently had a covid surge Mm -hmm. and a lot of people are in isolation and we got got the most disrespectful email from one of our like administrators Uh it was so tone deaf let me let me find it keep talking about it i'll find it okay one of the things that pissed me off so much about that email that they were like Oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. It's not that big of a problem. But make sure that you don't get COVID during midterms week. That was so messed up. Because yeah. the only They time... also... They posted a thing on Instagram where they were like, stay mindful. Stay mindful. <gasps> stay mindful. Yes, yes, yes. Let me, let me read this. Let me read this. Oh, it's kind of big, but I'll read it. <clears throat> Just read the highlights or something. Let me find it. Uh... 
Okay, fluctuation. Um, we write because we know that many of you are aware of the increase in positive COVID-19 cases among undergraduates this week. Some of you are in ins isolations. Others have been contact traced. Uh, others wonder why the spike has occurred n now and how the university intends to respond. Um, yada, yada. People blame eating clubs and athletics. Uh, oh, my God. Fluctuations in case numbers like these aren't surprising, and we want you to know that faculty, staff, and graduate student cases remain low. As a result, the university is not planning additional COVID mitigations right now. We do expect, however, that you'll continue to adhere closely to the policies now, regardless. In addition, do keep this important reminder. Midterms week begins Monday, February 28th, and spring break begins Saturday, March 5th. You must take good care to limit your exposure to avoid testing positive or COVID so that you won't you won't be in um in required isolation during the exam period or during break. Come on! That's um, such bullshit. You are permitted to miss class only if you're required to be in isolation because of a positive test or in quarantine as directed by University Health Services. Which is insane because they shortened the quarantine period to five, five days. days. So now they're saying you have to go to class after those five days. Like what it make it make sense. Exactly. Make it make sense. Also, not gonna lie to you, like this isolation is kind of BS because <laughs> they put five people in a quad. Like, they put so many beds. They, yeah. like, stack them with each other. And it's, like, I understand that they're doing their best yada yada, like, whatnot. But, and this email was so tone deaf. Let me... It was so tone deaf. Let me find what this one person in, in CAP said yeah. that she replied to oh, Dean Dolan. Oh, she <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if she actually... I don't know if she actually sent it. I hope she did. It's the way they're actually encouraging people to go out and get COVID right now. Because yeah. if you get it now, you won't have to be tested. And then that means you can... Girl, what if I just don't want to get it? Spring break, you're fine. Exactly. What if now, I just don't, I don't want to get it? Ever, but, I, but the way they're phrasing this is just making people want to get it. <laughs> this one girl said, not acknowledging the concerns of the immunocompromised students at all. Question mark? Also saying we have to be careful to not get COVID because of we might miss midterms. What the fuck? <laughs> Literally. This email comes off extremely tone deaf and conveys a lack of concern about the mental and physical well-being of our students. And I snapped. I was like, please send this. Yeah. It, like, because of the way it was written, it's just like, oh, all we care about really is like you doing, you well not even well, like you're just doing your midterms. Your just like, do your midterms. We're not extending them. You know, it's so crazy because this is exactly Ooh. the period in March, March, what, 2020? Yeah, when we had midterms and we had to leave and everyone was like, yeah, make sure you finish your midterms. Like, don't even get out of here. Like, finish your midterms. Like, y'all care so <gasps> I remember people, a lot of midterms did get postponed once or, like, we got online, the announcements yeah. to, like, um, start moving. I literally had two days to pack. That was the most stressful yes. two days of my life. That was so stressful. And I live, like, in Georgia. Like, I had to find a space for my shit. Like, yeah. I had to, it was crazy. It's just, like, the constantly... I get it. We're, this is an academic institution. It's a university. But you they prioritize academics in a way that is just so damaging to all other aspects, like, of our health and lives. I'm just, like, you guys need to wake up. I'm just taking a deep breath. Yeah. <laughs> because reading that email just resurged yeah. the... <laughs> anyway. I'll, um, yeah. I agree. How was... How was it for you guys when we came back uh, last spring? So we were on campus, but all of our classes were virtual still. She was here. Oh, yeah. Rhea didn't actually come back. Mm. Um, it was really weird for me because I was, supposed to, be in a I was supposed to be in a triple room with 
um, Rhea and our other roommate, Io, but neither of them came back to campus. Damn. So I was the only one in that triple room. A huge room, too. Um, honestly, yeah. that was probably one of my worst semesters here. Just... Mentally. Mentally, mentally physically, living, laughing, loving-wise. Like, yeah. it was yeah. not good. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was so boring. Like, there was nothing to do. Um, I didn't want to be at home because I had been at home for so long and it's Same. Like, I was it like, feels like I'm reverting back out to of high here. school. Like I can't do it. Yeah. Um, that is exa- snaps. So, <laughs> so I had to go to school, but then it's like being at school. It's like, I'm in this giant room, which Alone. thank God that I had a nice room with a bathroom in there. But yeah. other than that, where was, were you? Like what? It was in Dodge, Dodge Osborne. Osborne. Oh, those are good. Um, yeah. yeah. But it, it was just a struggle being alone and the bugs when there were bugs I don't know what to do because Rhea's not there yeah I feel I have to deal with it. I'm their resident bug killer we ha- I haven't had bugs in this yeah. room thank fucking god <gasps> oh god bless it's so clean in here can you talk about the food situation <gasps> oh no. I don't even want to because that was prison food that was so bad <laughs> it was so bad it was like it was chicken and rice. It was chicken meal. and rice. The chicken was god awful. The, the rice, rice was both undercooked. undercooked and overcooked <laughs> at the same time. How do you even do that? We had, we had, oh my god, we had like this pasta with like leeks in it. And, like, wait, wait, wait. Can we talk so about gross. how, can we talk about how one day I was sitting in my room. I had People my little like, these, chicken. Like, I had my little chicken and I bit into it and my tooth broke in half. Half of my tooth <laughs> fell off. Yeah. That's how bad the food was. <laughs> My tooth popped out of my I'm mouth. I'm sorry for the headphone user. <laughs> it's just... It... No, no, my that dad My dad came in the spring to pick me up. I gave him a box of the food here because he didn't eat all day. And he was like, this is disgusting. How did you eat this all semester? Like, my dad... Your he... dad is probably like, poor kid. No, that was genuinely a diet. No, like, I complain. I my parents, my parents so they can't do anything. They're just kind of like... Oh, we're so sorry. Like, they're not gonna yeah, send me food. Exactly. They're they're not those yeah, types of My mom would. I, I seriously think you guys were in like a nutrition deficit. You guys were not. No, I healthy. I'm not For lying. Sure. I lost weight because it was yeah. just chicken and rice every For day, and sure. I didn't want to eat it. Yeah. It was so bad. We got those buns with the thingy. Those buns. I've heard they were moldy. <gasps> yeah. The bagels. Some of the bagels were mold. so bad. Those like packeted bagels. Uh, Trauma. Yeah. And we had to pay for that. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't imagine, and, well, I can't imagine I was there. Uh, <laughs> I felt like spring was fine, just because I did have my friends, thank God, and we were back on campus, and I definitely didn't feel like I regressed in high school, but then I went back home for the summer, and I was like, I'm regressing back to oh, high yeah, school. Yeah, <laughs> um, so, last fall was, like, great to, like, Last fall was really great. That might have been, like, my favorite semester. I think so, too. too. I'm just praying. We have one semester of, like, normal shit without them canceling stuff. Next year. Pray. I pray. There's senior spring. No, no, no. I'm manifesting all of senior year. Yeah. I'm taking it all. Yeah. We're taking it all. But, yeah. And the last thing I want us to close off with is I'm just going to ask you a bunch of questions. We're supposed to talk about independent work, but we can have another part of that. I realize we should have put that into academics because they could have related, but regardless, Mm -hmm. it's not that big of a snippet. But independent work is, like, something that you have to require, like, for the... Even people BSC to graduate and, you know, like, they give you some help and whatnot but it's like purely on your own and have zero desire to do it (laughs) Rhea did her paper in like two days it's like a mini thesis for the junior I'm on my second one now I'm doing my second one of the year and I finished my last one how many pages in two days uh 35 pages how that's a that's a children's book 
That's Basically, wild. Yeah. But I, I will say I had a rough draft. Uh, it was just really shitty. It was really bad, and it was very spotty. So uh, mm. I basically rewrote the whole thing in two days. Yeah, I heard that wasn't that bad for you guys. Everybody who had, like, a JP wasn't, like... Maybe you guys were dying, but I feel like people spaced themselves out. This semester, it's gonna be horrible. Our thing is due in, like, two months, and I'm like, I haven't done anything. Oh my god, it is due in April 20th. Literally, that's when you have to submit shit. All I did was make a proposal. I I haven't... We're at our proposal. I need to make a whole website. Yeah, we (laughs) have to actually code it. I need to code a whole website. I don't have time for that. I'm in class. It's crazy, but... Um, I, I have these questions for you guys that they're not like anything. They're just Are like, they like rapid fire or something? No, no, okay. no. So, uh, they're just like stuff I ask everybody to kind of give a sense of like people's experience. And sure. I hope to have way more of these like series. This is like the second part. On a scale of one to ten, how much do you hate Brinson? <laughs> <laughs> Answer that quickly, quickly, one second. It's so bad, I want to give you an 11. But that's not possible. So, so I'll give you a, a 10. 10. <laughs> Okay, that was how, a joke. I don't hate it that much. Yeah, how, much how much do you hate Princeton? Because of the people, I will give it like a six. Yeah. When I say I hate mean, Princeton, I just good. mean bad choices that the administration makes. I don't mean that I hate mm-hmm. this entire school. I do enjoy my experience here. I will say that. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like we as humans just always complain. Yeah, so humans like, can't be happy. No <laughs> I mean, but also for like some of these UK But some people are living their best yeah. life. I see my Georgia Tech friends, my UGA friends, and mm. party from party to party, I'm like, when do you study? I see yeah. you in the library once a fucking week. Their GPA week. 4.0. Literally. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> no, anyway. Um, <laughs> what is the best thing about Princeton? I mean, you I'm can just say gonna it. say the most basic response is the people. Yeah. I've, it's I've not basic, but it's like true. Um, I mean, some of the people here are whack. Oh. I will say that. <laughs> I will put that out there. Like, that, yeah. Yeah. there are a lot of stereotypes. There are a lot of things. Uh, but I feel like the people is an answer that like everybody. Well, no, some colleges some not colleges necessarily. But to me, the best part about Princeton, aside from the people, mm-hmm. is <laughs> the financial aid. <laughs> That's for true. me, for me, oh, the for financial me aid too. snaps for me too, for sure. <laughs> to that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be here without the very generous aid. financial aid that I have. Yes. Uh, for me... She doesn't want to say the people. I... I Dang, I'm right here. No, of course, you were like one of my... I was contemplating saying like my roommates. Mm. Um, is my living situation bio. an answer? Because I feel like me living with Ari and all yeah, other roommates yeah. Yeah. is one of my favorite thing. Yeah, I, I love going to y'all's room. I just feel oh, yeah. so Great serene. <laughs> I, I think, I just think um, living with people that have, we have a very similar like outlook on life and like things like that has made me a lot like more healthy as a person in so many different ways. Yeah. And able to withstand. Selfishly, I'm literally a part of me is like friends with y'all because I love your mentality. And, <laughs> but I love you as people. That's why yeah, I'm friends with y'all like overall. But like selfishly, that, that a part of me is because I need this like positive stuff to yeah. rub off on my lifestyle. I like hearing that we're positive. Yeah. Because I don't really, really feel positive. We wake up in the morning we're just like, oh. uh, No, but the, I mean, everybody's like that. <laughs> okay, describe Princeton in one word. Are Princeton or just like Princeton in general? Like our experience? Or- uh, so how, put put in a frame of like you describing this to a person outside of Princeton. Oh how would you describe it to them? I feel like one word is hard because 
Yeah. I, I was gonna say challenging. Okay. I was literally gonna say challenging. I'm gonna say legit isolating in a oh, sense. Yeah. Because we are in our like orange bubble. That's not something we talked about. I talked about it in my um yeah. other episode and I'll talk about it in another series, but um it's very much a bubble where yeah. the rest of the world it's really hard to like we're it's so we don't go off i don't go off we, campus we at all yeah. freshman year we like started going to new york and yeah. then, but then you know covid happened and it's just like no yeah. we're just gonna stop same i was just getting like social and party wise like <laughs> eating clubs and yeah. whatnot okay uh best class you've taken Ooh, okay i have like two i think you can say uh, two i would say sculpture one mm. is an amazing class it's so fun and i mean that's what got me into sculpture in the first place and then also Japan's media mix was oh, just man. a super mix. cool class. Yeah. Like the assignments, we were watching um, a lot of movies and stuff like that. But the movies were really interesting, like sort of like films that I've never seen or heard of before. That the class just actually made me think differently about the world. And I've never taken like media studies before, so I really loved that class. Mm-hmm. That sounds really cool. I should take it. With me. You know you should if you need an essay. <laughs> I do need an essay, but I'm planning to use it for my entrepreneurship certificate. Mm-hmm. But well, mm-hmm. I have good. For you? Um, I have one that's kind of niche. It's like ENV 381, which is not taught by... It's taught by a visiting professor. Her name is Kristina Gerhardt. It's about, like, um, cities. Like, the environmental crises that our cities are going to experience. So, like, New York. Big brain. Beijing. <laughs> Hong, like, you know what I mean? Like, New York, Hong Kong, Miami. Like, places like that. Like, the coastal climate change. Because those... People don't realize the amount of risk that those places are under. Like, I'm from New York, and I'm from an area where it's going to be very threatened by climate change. The, I look literally at flooded. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally. Flooded, like, somewhere under just, Atlantis. Yeah, about to happen. Sure. It's and, called Long Island yeah. for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, just rips off of, like, sure. <laughs> going to the Atlantic. love that class because the professor is just amazing. She's very... Mm. She's done a bunch of, like, creative projects, and she's just awesome. And the structure of the class is, like, one of the best structures that I've experienced here mm-hmm. um and the other class I would say is this 217 yeah it's graphic design circulation that one was really pr- amazing professor as well I forgot his name honestly but he was so cool lots of creative projects that challenge you to think in new ways um even I think gra- a lot of graphic design is just like thinking so yeah amazing class I love that yeah for me yes I love taking deaf psych Oh, like okay. a part of a um, developmental psychology. I literally had an episode about yeah, babies. I, like, I had an, I had an episode about babies, like on oh, the podcast, yeah. because that was a part of my project. Like it was just, it allowed me to be creative, and it was just like information. It felt like a genuine college class where like cool. the lectures were fun. The information was just like you know like vocabulary and like knowing your stuff. I feel like psych is like a great. I don't know much about the major. Maybe we'll find a psych major somewhere and like ask them to come on the pod. But um, in another life, I definitely would have either majored in like psychology or um, architecture too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I took like two architecture history, architecture and art history classes and Mm. they were pretty cool. Mainly just because they were like my quote unquote like Mm -hmm. easy ones. Def psych was definitely not easy, but just talking about like development, how we grow, like I bet there's so many other cool psych classes out there. Not the neuro ones. Those are crack, as I've heard. Yeah. But 
Psychology specifically. Okay, worst class you've taken. You already know. <laughs> you already know. No, that's the crazy part. Those oh, math classes are not the worst. No, what? stop guessing. I was talking. <laughs> stop guessing. Um, functional programming. Not to yeah. name drop, but let me just name drop. Coast, coast hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me pull up this review. I didn't yes, yes, let's talk about the review. Let's talk about the review. Someone wrote this on our course. So we leave like end of course reviews every yes. semester and. Uh, that's a whole different topic, honestly, if those shits even get read. I feel like the course has never fucking changed, but... Uh, it's in the other room. Okay. Um, and what is the review? Okay, I don't know. I, Just read I the read whole thing. Okay, read the whole okay. thing. This is a review that I've read when I was trying to find my review, and I just was like, wow, this person Popped is amazing. <laughs> like, yeah. Literally voiced what we were, like, fe- like, voice be- like feeling. Every cell in my body was feeling about this class. Yeah, yeah. okay, so they said... I'm going to preface this review by saying that if I could go back in time before I enrolled at Princeton and attend a different <laughs> school, so that I nev- I would have never had the misfortune of finding out that this class even existed, I would do it a hundred times over. You have been warned. On a more serious note, I've never felt this confused, out of place, and overall endlessly dreadful regarding a class I have taken at this university. I've never felt this stressed taking a course. I actively watched all of the online lectures on time, which class met twice a week in person, plus a precept, even though the lectures were online. Mm. I attended all of the office hours and never once felt confident in any of the material. A new assignment was introduced this semester that was such an awful experience, they had to extend the deadline by over a week, and then ended up giving us more late days to use on that assignment because of how long it took to do. This was the first semester it was offered, and they said they would take our feedback into account, but that assignment was single-handedly the worst assignment I have ever done. Lots of other assignments were changed from previous years too, and I'm assuming this was the reason for a lot of confusion and overall inconsistencies on the assignments. The exams were somewhat bearable. I think the issue with them, and this course in general, is that there seems to be a very unreasonable distribution of points on the assignments and exams. For example, in the final, one question was worth 20 out of 50 points, which was basically half the grade. It felt like things were way too concentrated on a certain topic or part of the lecture and ignored everything else. To be fair, Professor Walker and Professor Gupta were considerate given the circumstances. They were. And tried to accommodate as much as possible. This was objectively the worst experience of my undergraduate career at Princeton. I want to know. at your own risk. I want to know who, who this is that? because, because they just we, knew, we knew many of the... Previous. It was a small class, I would think, or maybe I just didn't see. No, it was small because a lot of people dropped after the first couple days. For real, and yeah, genuinely, whoever wrote that, I they should have majored in creative writing because that was good. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna lie to you, a lot of classes would be equivalent enough to get that review, like a similar. Really, I'm sorry, I've never taken a class. I think the okay. class was easier for you than it was for me. Okay, I don't know why. I don't know. I really don't know why it was I easier think, for me. Well, I mean, like I somehow some I like better did, at different types of coding. Yeah, maybe I just like it, it. It really didn't click. No part of me was ever confident about anything. I just like did better. Like I don't know. At least on the assignments, which like isn't a level of how you did better, but you know. It was over, but that's a valid answer. No, but yeah, the way the way that they spoke. That's, to this my was last semester when me and Ari were like we were partners for another class, but we were also in that class together, and we realized this later on. Yeah, that class was so bad. It was the worst, and like like we were saying, yeah, I took those like intro math classes that were really challenging, and you know you fail every assignment and it's bad, but like that was Nothing not compares. not comparable to that's this so class. Crazy. 
What about you, Ria? What is the worst class you think you've taken? Uh, maybe one of you guys knows class number. It's it's stats for econ. It's like eco two oh 20 something. Maybe like I forgot it was. I forgot too. The reason I don't like that class was because this is so relative not to the class but to my experience with it. But I felt so much sexism in that class. The Tea. most dude, my I worked with two guys that like I kind of knew. Like, Ugh. So they're not gonna know who that is. They're dude, not gonna. They're not gonna listen to dude, this. I, and even if so, call them out. Yeah, if you're sexist, fucking change. What the dude, fuck? Dude, anyway. And then one of them was my really close friend at the time too. And I was like, we would work on the assignment together, and they would literally just be like, "Yeah, Ria, you could like take the easy question, like blah blah." Or like I would say, I would know the answer to a question, and they would just ignore me and start. And they would, and they would look, the they would try to verify try, it. They would try to Girl, figure wait. it out by themselves. I'm just like, I know the answer and you're not listening to me. And I was like, what is this? Like, what is this sexism? Where it's literally 2020, like, get over yourself. No, literally, to talk about sexism for a second, I was very surprised coming in the coast department that I really haven't felt that I've experienced much, like, sexism or, like, sort of... Women and Sam, not gonna lie, every sex. coast major I've met that's a woman, powerful, like, but, powerful... But, Coming from the math department, oh. the way that people were so rude to me and acted like I was the stupidest person there. Bro, and it's literally. just like, bro, we're all failing. You can't act like you're so much better, better. than me. Yeah. Or like ignore my ideas. But like when, you know, it's like those problems are so hard. You all have to work together in a group. You can't just do it by yourself. And we would like meet and it'd just be a bunch of white men and like me. Yeah. And then they would just ignore me. Or I would start, one time I started saying something and then this guy interrupted me and said the exact same thing I was saying. And I was like, for real? For real? But there was this other guy there, and he was like, guys, let her speak. And I was God. like, thank you to this one person who's like, not a complete asshole. But, God. but in Coast, a decent human being. In Coast, I haven't really experienced that, which I find really interesting. I'm glad. Even though tech is a sexist field in general. Oh, for sure. I think in general, it's becoming a lot less sexist. But like, you, there's very certain moments where you, even like the kids in your, I'm like, why No, the these are microaggressions. Like, the, yeah. them saying like, you take the easy question, microaggression. Yeah. Them be, like, literally repeating the same thing they you did. Microaggression. Yeah, literally. And, and, you, and if you were to like, say something to them, they wouldn't think they were sexist, but they are. Like, it's just like a very deeply rooted like, kind of sentiment. I'm just, like, it's also just like, rude. Why are you a it, dick? Literally, anyway. it's so rude. I'm just like, <laughs> why, why am I working on a pizza and I feel unsafe? Like, what is the, what is what's going on here <laughs> like, just, oh my god I okay i have mm, okay i have like i didn't even answer the question i can't <laughs> think of i hate what class did i not enjoy at all i mean 316 was pretty up there but honestly tied with um 340 now close 240 Oh. Because I I just I've never taken probability, never done shit like that, and so that class was the first time like <laughs> I generally like straight up failed the midterm, and like I had to like talk to our academic advisor like in Whitman about it, and like I was just like I'm PDFing the class, I don't care, like I was so scared because I don't know why I just it was bad. I, this was a uh, fall, um, last fall, not last fall, last last fall, twenty twenty, mm-hmm. so it was a bad class, but. Again, I don't think, like, nothing as extreme as y'all's, not gonna lie. <laughs> um, and then, okay, my last question. If you could snap your fingers and change one thing immediately about, per, like, campus, what would it be? Like, Im- like, and it's like, okay, this is like... About campus? Princeton, about Princeton? campus, like, mm-hmm. yeah. 
Oh, I guess I should say Princeton, but campus. Honestly, for me, it would be, um, I would just open everything up and, like, I would say, like, okay, all of us have had a COVID, we're all immune, like, <laughs> herd immunity, because then we would just, like, have, everything would be open. One thing is the construction, I would, all the construction, gone. Construction. We currently are, we currently are plagued with so much construction, construction. near us. Can't even go to class. And next year they're demolishing a whole like the the middle chunk of campus. Yeah, literally they're the demolishing it. Yeah, and I'm so kind of like, how are we gonna walk? Yeah. How are we gonna get to class? Where are we I need a scooter. Need Someone give me a scooter. <laughs> yeah, maybe investing in a scooter is worthwhile. <laughs> but, but I, I look, don't. I would look so I, goofy on a scooter. I, I can't. <laughs> I don't want. Like I'm not an athlete. I don't want to do a scooter. <laughs> like no part I of me wants to. Food um, one. Yo. Yeah, well, you told me this question a while ago, so I did come up with an answer yeah, already. Yeah, And I feel like it's a hard question because, like, when it you can is. only change one thing, you have to pick something that will, like, change a lot of things. So, okay, not That's to be, smart. like, an academic right now, but I would change the colonialist history of this institution <gasps> because Tea. that just feeds into so many problems that we have with the professors, with the setup, with everything going on. Like, even with the eating clubs, mm. like, the whole idea of like who gets in and who doesn't and the issues of like class and race and things like that um they're all rooted in like the history and the way this university yes. was built and founded so i think many that... of our professors are male very few female yeah mm -hmm. and they're also it's fine there's no poc anyway. <laughs> but yeah that's what i would change because i think that would have how how do you think that would look though like i'm just curious about like not, like, like, what do you mean well, by no, that? I, mean, I understand what you mean by that, but, like, maybe for the audience that no, doesn't No, that's a know. great point, because, honestly, I don't even know, because it's... In order to change that, you kind of have to change the history of America. Like, you can't yeah. just... Yeah. You can't just have this university... No, no, but like, I feel like if back in the day, like, Princeton was one of those, like, trailblazers to be like, mm. no, we're gonna, like, allow, like... Uh, like POCs well, and, like, women, women yeah. to, like, come in and, like, genuinely be a part of this institution and, like, do that. Um... Princeton would be a whole different institution, mm -hmm. um, but that could be just like, that's what I'm visualizing as like your change, maybe. Yeah. That's a small think, step though. I think that is part of like what I was thinking, but at the same time I was also thinking like, I mean, Princeton was being built like around the time of slavery. Like it yeah. was like, oh, yeah. to a point, there were The small like have, slave quarters. Yeah, if you look at the rooms yeah. here, there are literally rooms oh for people's God. servants. Yeah. So it's like, there is so much fundamentally built into this university yeah. that would have to change in order for, like, what I'm saying. Like, it's not possible. It's not even reasonable. But that's just what I that's would a good if I could That's a good answer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about you, Rhea? I was going to say something kind of on a similar vein. I was going to say diversity. I don't think this university is nearly as diverse enough as it should be because it doesn't reflect, like... I don't know. Like, I feel like everybody's yeah. Do you mean in the students... Staff or overall? All of it, I guess. Is that, uh, yeah, I would, I, even within the students, within the staff, just, like, we don't have, we don't have enough representation across all these different, like, things mm -hmm. of, like, obviously race, like, ethnicity, you know, like, gender, and obviously, like, LGBTQIA spectrum, everything like that. I feel like just more diversity because I think diverse uh, communities and thoughts creates, like, the most robust, uh, like, knowledge, I think, so that. Especially, like, diversity of mindset. Like, For I feel sure. like a lot of people here think very similarly. And we a do. lot of them are About many things. Like, yeah, it's a bit of an echo yeah. chamber, like, it, I will say. So. And part of you is also, like, 
even if you don't agree with what everybody's saying, you kind of just, again, group think, like, maybe you want to join and say, oh, maybe I'm not important enough yeah. for me to, like, say the other thing. So, yeah, there, they, there's that, like, psychological study. If you're at a table with five people and they're yeah. all saying the wrong answer, you're going to say the wrong answer, too, because you're, like, social pressure, but, you know, so. Unless you're just that confident. Yeah, Those really that super person. confident that are, like, kind of yeah. annoying. Uh-huh. <laughs> to play the devil's advocate. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> I, I thought you were honestly going to be, like, divest Princeton. That would have been, oh. that would have been a fierce snap. Oh, oh for sure. That. I, for Why has sure. that not happened yet? Um... Because Can you explain Divest Princeton, Rio? Oh, yeah. So, Divest Princeton is basically the movement into, like, for Princeton to stop investing in fossil fuels because we have a stake in companies like Exxon and Mobil that, like, obviously Prinko, are fossil fuel companies. Uh, yeah, Prinko. Um, why haven't we done it yet? Because as much uh, as this university talks about, like, sustainability and being a leader on environmental change... They're trying um, to sustain that endowment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's the quote of the. Sure. That's the quote of the podcast. They're trying to sustain yeah, that endowment. I think Princeton is a business at heart. I think Princeton is a business. That they yeah. Can Which is odd because we're a research institution. Yeah. Um, and I think. With I Nobel think Prize it's gonna winners. happen. I, if you look at the, I took a I actually took a class at, uh, my sophomore year about sustainability of the Princeton campus. Really good class, and they have like this long term goal, twenty forty three, but they yeah. keep pushing it because they're not. They know what's happening now, but they refuse to believe that because people are afraid of change and they don't want to lose all this money that they're sitting on. So, yeah. Wow. And with that, yeah. I thank you all for coming. Yay. This has been thank the longest you. podcast and I'm not cutting any of it. So <laughs> listeners will enjoy this full episode. Please do. Maybe they'll do it in chunks because I would not listen to them. Or <laughs> yeah. Actually, I do listen to an hour long podcast when I'm like cleaning or like doing mm-hmm. laundry or just doing mundane yeah. stuff. Uh, you gotta, I can't listen to my own voice for that long, so... <laughs> yeah. I really hope people listen to this. Especially, my intention with these is, like, people that are coming into Princeton yes. or thinking about Princeton mm-hmm. to listen to them, like, in high school. Or just, like, the outside world to listen yeah. to it. Um, I, I, I think like, it's important to hear these, yeah. like, small stories and... Yeah. For sure. When people ask, like... I get questions from, like, my baby cousins and stuff, like, what, how is Princeton? I always give this a generic answer, so I wish people could, like, see the real, like... Yeah, yeah. And, like, we have, like, the YouTubers and, like, that's that's uh, not that's not a real, that is not a real not experience. Like, genuinely, what we say here, I feel like is real. as real as, like, you know, it could be. Yeah. It is. Okay, thank you guys so much for coming. Thank We're you, ending Nasco, it here. And, um, you know, okay. do you guys want to leave your handles? You don't have to. <laughs> You don't have to. You really don't have to. I'm okay. Yeah. That's how I couldn't remember okay. what it was. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Awesome. But we're Ria, Ari, yeah. and Nasco. Ria, Ari, and Nasco. Checking out. Bye. Bye. <laughs>